0: Good evening, folks. Welcome to another edition of Mansfield Time News and Views. And God, what a what a month it's been! You know what an amazing run we've been on. Um, so much to get down tonight. You know we're going to be talking about uh, the Middlesbrough game briefly, as well as last night's victory against Swindon in the league. And we're going to be talking about uh, the transfer activities as well. So, as always, guys, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, I'm joined with uh, John Fox once again. Uh, evening, John. How you doing, mate?
1: I'm not so bad, mate. How are you doing? It's uh, been,
0: it's uh, good to get on back on the uh, podcast. Yeah mate, yeah, Sam mate, yeah. It's good to have you back on. Um yeah, so like I say, so much um it's just such a great time to be a stag, isn't it? You know, um, especially last night's result against a fellow promotion rival. Um a fantastic game of football, I might add as well. And it was a uh, both sides really going for it and again it was such a big victory for us beating the side, you know, in a round or something. We haven't done much of this season, but once again, the players again just um, just credit to them for it, you know. And once again, they're showing the quality that they've got. I was speaking to you before we went live. I think the first half was one of the best team
1: performances we've had. In you know, and everything, everyone just seemed to gel together, especially in the first half. The second half, uh, I thought we collapsed a little bit. To be fair um we always seem seem to make it difficult for ourselves we we haven't really really had a clean court win you know yes we've had points you, you know yes we've won games you know and games in good fashion but we've always seemed to make it um difficult for ourselves uh, for ourselves i mean take you know take the uh swing uh, single game for example last night we, you know we we could have easily dropped points there, but you know, I'm just uh, Swindon. I don't think deserved anything out of the game yesterday. Um, uh, but the uh, right team won, and again in Middlesbrough, you know, if if uh, we didn't score that own goal, we could have potentially. I feel you know, 100% in in um, in my mind, we could have won that game. We, you know, especially if the momentum was on our side, you know, yeah. it's just not
0: lucky and we could have had a, an away trip to Man United. Yeah, it's fine margins, isn't it? I mean, obviously it was never offside. I don't know what the officials are thinking, but I think, again, even though we didn't go through to the next round, it was just, just the fact of coming back from being 2-0 down where most people thought at that stage, oh, this is it really, you know, are we going to, you think that was it. But the... For the fight back to come from there and just give them a real game, you know. But I think even even the offside though, I thought we created enough chances to get something from the game. I thought as though we did. I thought we was a better side on the, on the day, to be honest. So yeah, obviously the disallowed goal was frustrating, but I thought we created enough chances to get something from it, to be honest with you. But
1: yeah, I'm, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, I think I think we uh, we definitely deserve three points. Uh, Swindon didn't have. Uh, you know, they came back in it in the second half, but we, we deserve three points this year.
0: Yeah, uh, first comment of the evening, evening, Paul. Um, I know, Driscoll gone on a free to Shelbourne, more money freed up. Uh, apparently, Jake, the Snake spate <laughs> was in the upper tier of the West End, so people were putting on social media. Yeah, I've seen something about that on, um, I think it's Stag's net. So, you know, take it with a pinch of salt, because Stag's net You know, isn't exactly always reliable at times. But yeah, there's been a lot of speculation about that. Uh, Whether or not that's true or not, I'm not sure. But yeah, we have been uh, rumoured to be signing a striker in the window. Uh, I'm not sure on names, if anything. But I think the main priority for us is just trying to keep O'Toole on, to be honest with you. I mean, what do you think, John?
1: Yeah, uh, since he's since he come into us uh, in, in, come into the side, he's been a godsend. I mean, we've completely different, change you know, changed. He's you know, he must be a, a calm sense in the dressing room. People must really like him because when when he came in, our fortunes, uh, you know, turned right round. You know, I, I thought you know, since he came in, we started playing as a team. we have been quite calm and collective, especially when he's in the side. So he's experience it shows and obviously he he knows Nigel very very well with his time at Burton and I'm hoping that's enough to sway him to stay on beyond the 27th of January.
0: Yeah, hopefully mate and that's all you can really say but obviously, I mean from his point of view, it must be a tough decision because obviously you're 32 and early 33 and you're being offered a long-term contract by 18 months on Doncaster in League One but the bigger picture for me is, obviously, you look at where Doncaster are now. Obviously, they've, they're not in a great position themselves and they all favoured to go down. So, potentially, they could end up coming down anyway. So, it's a, it's a difficult one, to be honest. So, I can see why it would be difficult for him to weigh his options up. But then again, obviously, with us, he's got a massive chance of, uh, of being here. But for me, personally, I'd just give him the money that he wants, just anything to keep him here because... The thing, what we've always struggled in the past, in my opinion, is we've never been able to keep our best players. So we need to try and do everything we can to keep them.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's uh, just another comment coming through. I do think uh, uh, John O'Toole um, will be silly to go to Doncaster because with all due due, uh, respect um, to Donny, they could be in League Two next season, which is uh, yeah. where, obviously, John O'Toole doesn't want to play, and uh, he's got a better chance to stay with us and be in the a, in a fighting promotion, mm-hmm. uh, when, you know, um, a team that is fighting for promotion, should I say. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I, and I think that will be enough. Obviously, we were speaking to this before the stream. I, he knows uh, Nigel uh, very well with his time at uh, Burton Albion. Yeah. Uh, And I'm hoping all these things will say um, uh, say, um, him to stay beyond the 22nd of January or whatever the contract end date is. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think he will stay. What about you?
0: Uh, Hopefully. Like I say, I mean, uh, Paul once again put in, uh, I've been told JJ is gone, don't know how true it is. I think everything's just up in the air at the minute. I mean, there's been a lot of rumours. I've seen people mention MK Dons, obviously Doncaster Rovers. But until if, until anything's confirmed, it's just all up in the air. But um, all we can do is hope. Um, but either way, that's the worrying thing. If he does go, then who do you bring in? Um, but I mean, I'm sure Nigel have, well, have obviously thought about this and who to bring in. I'm sure there were players lined up just in case that does happen. Um, but in a way, like I say, if he was to go then i partly won't blame him in one respect because obviously with him cracking on now he might not be able to get a bigger wage at his age um but in terms of success it obviously it does make sense for him to stop here but you know it's it's a difficult one to be honest with you um it's just our luck that we signed a free agent and all of a sudden people want him but this is the big thing as well with us obviously signing him as a free agent hopefully that will be uh, Thing to say, well, we took a chance on you. Nobody else did at the time. We gave you a chance to be back in the football league. So hopefully, that will be something to uh, take take on board as well, because that could be a big part of it as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you uh, if you go back to the start of the season when we were in talks to sign uh, uh, Richard uh, Keo, uh, I think that's a similar type of player. Yes, um, I mean, it would have been the same. It would have been a stopgap for him because you know. Um, John, uh, JJ can quite happily play at League One without right. a shadow of doubt his experience, you know. He knows the league very, very well and he can potentially, you know, do well. But like I say, don't, you know, don't cast over rumoured team to be interested in him. You know, all due respect to Donny, I think they'll be down next season. So, you, you know, he will, uh, he'll be silly in my eyes.
0: Yeah, it's one of them, you know, obviously, football, obviously, money talks, as we know, but it's one of them, you know, it's a a difficult situation for player and club, really, because, obviously, you know, Nigel's already said we're not going to, obviously, be able to match the offer that they've got, so it's just a case of him deciding where he wants to end up, that's the biggest thing, really, Um, but, you know, until... Until we know obviously, it's just we've just got to wait and see what happens on it. Really, um, that's all we really can do at this stage. Um, let's get down some of your comments. <clears throat> look. Yeah. Evening, Gemma. Uh, be surprised if O'Toole stays. I think when Clough has spoken, spoke, he's worded it as though I know worded as though he's going. Um, yeah, I think it's one of them. In it, it's obviously you can reload too much into interviews at times, but it's a it's a tough situation to be honest for for the player in the club obviously um but i i'm sure it's one of them you know he wants it he wants to get it sorted as soon as possible um and this is a frustrating thing for a manager because you don't want it to have a, an effect on the squad morale as well because since he's come into the side he's been such a a leader for us um so it would be a big loss if he was to go um but at this moment in time, you know, he's still a Mansfield player until, obviously, we're told otherwise. But, you know, that's a concerning thing, though. Who who else out there would you would you bring in, though? This is a problem. I mean, the only player I would personally like to see at Mansfield uh, would be John Brieford uh, to be replaced, to be honest. Yeah, that's a, that's a decent chart. Another player, who, you know, who's uh, got uh, quite a bit of experience.
1: But, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think... Um, Nigel Clough is an intelligent man. Obviously, Uh, he would have known by now, or had feelers, uh, if uh, JJ was going to stop or not. You know, he's not a silly silly man. He's not going to outright say it in any interviews he's going to do. But he he would have known. He he would have got got a feeling, and uh, he may be wording his um, wording his interviews. Uh, because maybe he doesn't want to give away too much or maybe he, he's uh, admitted beat and
0: he's looking for his uh, for his replacement. Uh, we can only guess at this point, can't we? Well, yeah, that's it. This is it. I mean, obviously, um, like, for example, let's take Corey O'Keefe, for example. I think it's only a matter of time before he's moved on. I mean, I think it's only a matter of time before that's confirmed. I mean, you know, you look at Rochdale, for example, they've sold a couple of players already, so... It would make sense while they've, you know, uh, got some funds to buy O'Keefe. So it's not like he's outright come out and said it. it's just uh, negotiating. So th- that's all it is at this moment in time. Um, uh, Danny, evening, Danny. Uh, absolutely proud. I have every confidence that we can get something end of the season. Keep the fight like that and passion for the badge. I can't see a problem on playoffs or even more. Season of a roller coaster. Yeah, you know, me and John was the same before the stream as well. Well, more so you than me. Um, What a turnaround it's been, you know. I don't think any Mansfield fan could have ever seen us go on such a run. I mean, a lot of people, well, a few people was calling for Nigel's head a couple of months ago. Nobody really saw this run happening. But isn't it amazing what can happen when you get a winning run going, you know. But personally speaking, I don't see why we can't go for an automatic spot, personally. I mean, I know that might seem a bit high, but... Why not? You know, Bolton did, you know, so why can't we do it? You know, I think we're more than capable of doing that, to be honest. If we can keep this run going for as long as possible, I don't see why we can't go for automatics. But yeah, the playoffs would be great. um, But, you know, I'd love to get automatics. I don't see why we can't personally. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I don't see why we can't go for automatic personally.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I wouldn't. I'll, I'd like to see the team do well. I really do. I mean, obviously, um, we all do. Uh, we've been immensely proud of its success. Uh, you know, not just not just this season, throughout like the COVID hit seasons and stuff like that. You know, yeah. they, uh, they're still putting on a show for us each in uh, each game. Yeah. I can't I can't ask enough. Yeah. I just wish there was a little bit more consistency. And I'd like, say this, uh since JJ uh, has come in, he has provided that uh, he's been a real motivator for the Stags, and I just hope beyond the 22nd of January uh, when he goes, or if he's in, you know, in which way it's going, it's going to be uh, going to be um, the team don't revert back to how it was a few months ago uh, because um, we, we would be in trouble then. Uh, but I just hope. You know, Nigel has got a plan B in place. Um, you yes. know, and I'm sure, you know, like everyone else, um, I have every confidence in him. I mean, last time we did this podcast, I wasn't so sure. Yeah, uh, I, I like Nigel. Um, he's intelligent, and but I, I'm glad I'm proven wrong uh, because he's performed, he's produced some wonderful results, and we're playing as a team, and we're producing some good football.
0: Yeah, and that's it, and I'm sure a lot of people can agree on this as well, but this is the best football I think we've played since David Flitcroft, arguably, to be honest. I think the football that we've played is, I think it's League One standard football we're playing. You know, we're we're playing it on the ground, we're not hoofing it up to anybody, you know, we're playing good football, and again, I know it's took time to settle in for the players, but now you can see the team that's really gelled now, and we just seem to be getting better and better, and even when we go a couple of goals down, we know we've got it in us to obviously come back from that. I mean, like I say, if we can play like we did, um, not just last night, but in the second half against Middlesbrough, against any team, then we've got a big chance. Um, I really do believe that. And depending on who we bring in striking-wise, if whoever can add to what we've got, then it just gives it a big excitement in the second half of the season.
1: Yeah, look, I'm just going to talk about the Middlesbrough you know, game. That, that's, that game in particular shows everything about uh, the Alpha Club, our team, if you like it, you know it shows determination, grit, um, you know, passion. You know, from two go, uh, going going two nil down to bringing it level just after, um, you know, just after half time. You know, Nigel team, Nigel team, must have worked wonders because mm-hmm. we we were dead and buried. We were absolutely dead and buried, you know, during during that first thirty minutes or so. Yeah, um, and you know, again, it just shows. I, I just when we conceded that own goal, I was in dis- disbelief because we didn't so deserve that, and that's yeah. what the FA Cup is all about, unfortunately, and that's why it's a unique trophy. Uh, but I haven't missed a Stags FA Cup game in nearly three, four years. Um, but it's just, it's just. Um it's just heartbreaking. It really is it really was heartbreaking and you know, the dead dead silent silent from our fans, you know, just uh, it was an unbelievable way to and cool way to go I think, but there's nothing but proud from my aspect of it.
0: Yeah, that's it. And that's all you can ask for. And like I say, it was great as well for Chris Wilder after the game. He said that, you know, he would give any championship side a a run out. And again, you don't get much of an eye compliment from that. And that's somebody that's managed in the premiership and done well wherever he's been. So that just says it all, to be honest. But yeah, it's one of them. It was obviously unlucky at the end. But again, it was, we had a good cup run. You know, we took it to the last minute. And again, like I said, after the game, we're just really proud of the lads. Everyone put a shift in. And, again, it's just... That's all you can ask for from your football club, is just everyone putting the shift in. And, and they're doing that recently. Um, let's get down some of your comments, guys. Um, uh, evening, Craig. Uh, we're only five points from third place. Come on, New stags. And that's it. I mean, I mean, a lot of people are talking about playoffs. And, yeah, it would be amazing to get in there. But... I don't see why we can't aim higher. I think first place is gone. I think Forest Green are 2-4 when you look at the league table, but second and third place is up for grabs for me because, you know, like I say, if we can carry this run going, um, then I don't see why we can't get in the automatics. But, um, I mean, what's your thoughts on that, John? Do you think, you know, the, would you say the automatics are a bit too far, or do you think...? We'll I, to... I'm,
1: a, I'm a realist, I've always been a realist and people are not here and I say stuff, but I don't think I don't think we'll go up by the automatic. It will be another playoffs. Um I think playoffs is a real really achievable now. Uh, and you know, we've got to take we've got to take some pride in that. You know, it all depend, it all depends on how we act when JJ goes or if it goes or what's the situation with that because it's proven either vital player in our in our squad, in our system and in the way we play, um, you know, and Obviously, he wasn't missing, missing uh, Jigsaw. Now, if we manage to bring players like in, uh, like the Pompey striker uh, uh, John uh, Marcus or however have you pronounce his second name? John Marquise, Yeah. Yeah. Ben. 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 He, he will fire. You know,
0: fire us up. You know, it just depends how much business we doing in January as well. Well, that's it. That's it. Like you say, it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, the tour situation, that like we keep going on about, that's a big thing in itself, but. Um... Obviously, I know Nigel's mentioned about bringing a striker in. We don't know who at this stage, but I'd be quite intrigued to see who that would be. But another player as well, I know he's been mentioned a lot, you know, with the Burton connections, but I'd love to see Lucas Aikens. You know, somebody big and strong. You know, like the number nine that uh, we played against Middlesbrough. I thought he was great. Somebody like him, somebody that can just, you know, be hold up the ball well and chip him with some goals. I think we could do with somebody like that. So I think Lucas Aikens, for me, he really would uh, fit them all. But that, again, that's just a case if... Uh, if we'd be able to get him on a loan or a permanent, I don't know. But something like that would be great for me. Credit
1: where uh, credit's due, uh, I think. Uh, you know, their number nine uh, was uh, top level. I um, can't remember his name. Uh, don't shoot me for it, I can't um, be his names. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it, that goal was Premier League level. Quality goal. It was superb, and I don't blame you know blame blame us for of the way we conceded, but you know we that is, again it just shows our spirit. The way we got back into that game was you know unreal, and and that's what being a stag supporter is about. You know the roller coaster of a journey, as uh, as one uh, one of the lads said, said that in the comments. It yeah. is it's been unreal, and it's like, been like that. That's why I, I love Stads personally because. You know, we have been uh, so, so much of a, you know, a roller coaster team up and down for years and you, you know you never get a dull moment in the Stats Stats or you know
0: yeah, trust me like and you know it's one of them as well it's it's the easier way the hard way in the months old time like because it's yeah. never easy they always even if it should be simple it's never easy because we never do things the easy way and i don't think we, <laughs> we ever will to be fair
1: no no it's like take david uh I think uh last 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 season and uh we uh, needed, uh, you know, a point to, to uh, secure, you know, a promotion and, and we missed out of it. But, yeah, you know, it, it's it's just, it's not going to be one of those seasons. I think we are good enough to go up now. Uh, it just, again, depends. If we can keep momentum, we don't get any serious injuries and looks on our side. Well, we, we deserve it. We do deserve it.
0: Yeah, I mean, everybody goes through a rough patch. I mean, I suppose 14 games without a win would see most managers sacked, to be honest. So it just shows you the faith that the uh, the owners had in the, you know, Nigel to turn it around. And, you know, this is a thing in football with managers. They don't get that time to really be able to do that. And obviously, Nigel uh, is proven wherever he's been. He's always managed to turn things around. And it, once again, he's showing that now. Um, and again, credit to him and the players as well. Um get some more your comments um did, 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 did. um uh Danny I've said same playoffs two or two wasn't expecting the position we are in well, this is it, and like we've said before, you know I don't think any Mansfield fan could have seen that months ago, you know a lot of well i say um, there was a minority of fans wanting him to go, and there was a lot of um, up in the air things of what was going to happen but it just shows you, you know, sticking by your managers and that, you know, it um, it really does pay off at times. And this is the thing with Nigel Clough; he's been in situations like this before. So, you know, he's is you're not going to find anyone more experienced at this level and above. So, you know, I'm sure whatever they've been working on, they've just kept it going and they've just believed in it. And again, the results don't lie, you know.
1: No, they don't. Uh, never don't. And uh, this is. This is uh, why I do I do believe in our in our current squad. You know, we've got a mix, great mixture of uh, youth and experience. Uh, I think that's what Nigel was going for at uh, at the start of the uh, current season. He wanted a mixture of of youth and experience, and we're starting to gel really uh, well together now. Uh, performances um, are, are consistent. Uh, we, we just I just wish... Like I said to you before, uh, I just wish we can kill games off, uh, you know, I just wish we you know, we can kill games off convincingly because, you know, I don't think my heart can take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, trust me, I mean, we've been saying the same for years and they've never, <laughs> they've never changed and I don't think that's ever going to happen. But uh, yeah, that's a Mansfield way, uh, doing things the hard way and that's... <laughs> You know yeah. um Gemma I was expecting us to drop down the table once other teams caught up on their games in hand so looking in a really strong position now uh, other than Port Bay vale, not teams above us were two or three games in hand no, then that's it you know I'm just looking at the league table now funny enough actually um so again it just shows you with um you know. And what a, what a winning run can do, like we've said for months now, and again, it's and the last time I remember going on a run like this was under Flickcroft. So, uh, you know, hopefully, it's a good omen for us. But hopefully this time, we'll just go that one step further, whether that be in the playoffs or automatics. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if we do end up in the playoffs at come end of the season, then you know, it's an improvement for last season when you consider we was fighting to stay in the league. You know, so it'll be a, it's a big improvement to go from season where you're staying up to the playoffs so i don't think anybody could argue with that personally but yeah like i say we're only um out of the playoffs from the um goal difference but like i say we're not too far off from the um automatic spot only five points from um from it so again we've still got a big chance there
1: yeah we have uh let's like say i know uh, teams like Port- uh, Port vale have got a game game in the hands over us and stuff like that but we are early team in the you know league with five straight wins, you know, and uh, that that says says a lot, do not it? it? You know, says a lot about our passion, our fire, our grit, and you know, i have got to say again, Stoke supporters this season have been hellfire. There's not been, you know, you know we are really a passionate bunch, and you know that's, and we've got to be proud of that, and that's got to really help the team as well.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you've got somebody asking you for you on the podcast, mate. Um, Ashley Barker, is that John Fox, I see? No, it's not. It's your imagination, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, he's it's it's using his mobile. That's why, obviously, until he gets a camera, he's going to be using that. But, uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's John Fox. At least I think it is. It's a good disguise. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. me, it's me. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I want to talk more about players now. Obviously, we talked about O'Toole and his influence, but you know one player that I do think that's massively improved, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the page, but Jordan Bowery for me has been been on it in these past few weeks. And last night, once again, you know, he's such a, you can just tell he's enjoying his football and you can tell he's a footballer that's settled in and if anybody watched his interview last night, you could see how much it meant to him. you know he you know he really does love playing for the club, and again, it just shows you the togetherness within the squad and Again, I've been a big critic of him in the past, as you guys know, but I'm so glad to be in my words because he's really showing his quality and again fair play to him
1: yeah, he is uh Jordan, Jordan Bar is uh, one um, when we, uh, when uh, especially at start of season uh, towards the end of last season, I weren't particularly a great fan. I, I think we spoke about it before. Uh, yeah, you know, but yeah, again, it shows how much uh, pos- again, pos- positive again positive Nigel Clough is having with the, these individuals because you know it was it's now his squad. You know, it's fully his squad, and it's working wonders. You know, players are buying into his plan. You know. We we are buying into his uh, plan, and you know, and it's it's coming up Millhouse, m- and you know, like I to say he deserves a break. You know, he's he's had some bad luck in his career, I think, and you know, Mansfield needs to be a home for him now, and he needs to really start, you know, showing showing what you know was what he, you know his his dad did, you know, dad dad's got you you know, which you know he did. He's done wonders at Burton Albion and now, now I truly believe he can do wonders for us.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Like I say, so far so good. Um, but yeah, like I say, just a final thing on Bowery. Um, I think it is showed as well his versatility because not only is he quite good up front, you know, he's good on the wing as well. I mean, personally speaking, I do like to see him out wide. I think he's got really good pace. I think his touch is great and I do think that's his best position in my opinion, Jordan Barry. I think that's where he's really Really good as well, and if you obviously remember at Doncaster when we played him at Wimbach and I thought in that game, I thought he was great when he came on. He made such a big impact in that.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. I, I agree. I like his versatility. I think, uh, and I think that is uh, really important in uh, considering um, what uh, you know, uh, the size of a squad we have. We don't have the biggest of you know squads. We don't have endless amount of players. Uh, we can choose one, So everyone's got to do their bit, and I do. I do think he he, he is better on, like you say, you know, coming inside, inside forward, if you like, um, you know, using his pace, and yeah, he's been he's he's really coming to his own, especially to you know in January, you know, late uh, later parts of last year.
0: Yeah, massively. And, you know, another player as well. Uh, again, he never gets mentioned much for plaudits, but George Morris is another one. I think he, I think overall George Maris is a he's an all round midfield player, isn't he? You know, he gets stuck in, he runs himself about, you know, he sets up goals. Um, he had a really good game last night as well. He scored, assisted, uh, but I don't think he gets enough credit at times. He's one of them players, he does the dirty work and he, you know, he does things that you might not always see, personally. But, yeah, George Maris, again, he's um, hes just such an underrated player for me. He just does things that you don't always notice for me. But, yeah, George does definitely is another player that deserves more credit than what he gets, in my opinion.
1: He, he, he is the definition of a team player, isn't he? he you know, he, he works his... You know, bot off for the, for the Stags, and he, again, he's he's been another one. You know, who had a slow start to his Stags career, but again, really coming coming into his own, and you can tell he's a team player, can't you? Because he's just doing, he's running his socks off. He's never got he, he's got this never do you know do die you know motive, and yeah. that's really important to getting us over the line to come end other season. And we need more players like like him and. I said, you know, and I said to you, i um, uh, as well. I'm really happy to see Jason all getting a few starts now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we, we, you know, is his loan from Knox County last last season. I thought he might have done another loan uh, this season, but he, he, you know, he's he, he's coming into his own now, and he came on against uh, Middlesbrough, uh, you know, in the later in later stages, and he, and uh, Swindon as well. Um, he's just taking his chances.
0: Well, that's it. And, you know, it's safe for Danny Johnson. I mean, as good as it is to have him back, it's going to be, it's going to take a lot to get, you know, somebody like Rhys and Jordan Barry out of the team when the form that they're in. But it's a good option to have off the bench. Yeah. If one of them two's not doing it, then you've got to. Because, yeah. I mean, again, we haven't really seen the best of Danny Johnson. But Sod's Law, like I was saying to somebody last night, he gets an hat trick against Newcastle and the uh, pizza trophy and then he gets injured. So mm-hmm. that's how it's been this season. But if he can keep himself fit and when he gets his chance and, you know, he's another player that's got goals in him. But this is the thing I don't kind of understand because, obviously, you know, Nigel's obviously said that we're after another striker. Uh, but the thing is, I mean, personally, I'd like to see more defenders in a striker because, obviously, we've got Ollie Hawkins playing in defence and I'd personally like to see him up front. So, personally speaking, I'd like to see another defender, even if he didn't keep O'Toole on because, surely, I mean, you'd want you know only Hawkins up top I mean, I don't know if anyone's on on that one, but I personally just do that
1: yeah, i don't know, I don't know why he
0: keeps insisting on in the strike you know you've got
1: research as well, Jason law who complained that uh that uh role i know again we got rid of um um i forget his name uh, it's a thing no not there but um Tyrone, um help me out I forget his name anyway, but yeah um he um we need more depth in depth in uh, depth, depth in that back line, uh, and I think uh, you know uh, we, get, we can't keep just getting re- players. We need to replace them as well. And I don't know if he's thinking getting another strike in, perhaps loan resources out um, or you know uh, Jason Law out. Uh, but you know I don't know what he's uh, don't uh, don't know what he's thinking behind that because at the moment our forwards are performing.
0: Yeah, and. Well, if you look at Nigel's press conference, I'm, got, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but he mentioned about signing two or three more players, potentially. Now, I mean, I can see it in one respect, because obviously, you know, depending on who, what striker we bring in, we do. I do feel as though we could, smoke, could, could score more goals uh, with the chances that we do create. Um, so I'm, I'm open to, for us to sign a striker, but... I do think even if we do keep O'Toole, we still need to bring in another centre-half, just as extra cover as well, just in case of injuries and that, really. But um, So, that's the only thing I I do hope we do is sign, um, well, obviously keep O'Toole, another defender and a striker, and then that should be us for the uh, January transfer window for me.
1: Yeah, I, I do think it's hard that we um, uh, let Roland uh, mann that's that's the name I was trying to think out. I think of to uh, to Warsaw because again he's another one who can at least could have uh, provided cover cover for us and it's uh, you know and I think I I read at the time when he got sold uh, Warsaw had got a bargain um, you know what uh, a good player because at least it's just a bit 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 of an odd one for me because uh, we do need cover in that area because if we have a long term injury you know and you know I, again I've been. Critical of Warson but again he's coming into his own just as late, just as late, and I can't knock him because he's he's you know he's pulled up his socks and he yeah. he he's he, he's got us out uh, trouble a couple of times you know times just as late. So yeah, yeah. we we do need that we, we do need that cover um, and you know selling uh, selling another another player to you know to uh, Warsaw you know, it's not it's not going to help. I just don't know what his uh, uh, th- thinking was behind that.
0: Uh, I mean, personally, uh, meneste I, I mean, it's one of them. It's uh, obviously since Nigel came in, he played a couple of games, but he's another player that never really got given much of a chance. Obviously, gone out on loan to the Warsaw, where he's obviously settled there and obviously done well. Similar to Corey O'Keefe as well. He's another player that's done. Really well for Rottsdale, and I'd expect him to be the next one that would sell if I was to uh, say. Um, But yeah, like I say, obviously, we're coming up against him on Saturday in Walsall, you know, which again, all due respect to him. um, It's a a winnable game for us, you know, another home game. And again, the format we're in at the minute, you know, uh, I don't think get into him would want to face us, to be fair, especially at home. And um, so, yeah, like I say, guys, let us know your thoughts on the Warsaw game as well. Um, do you think it's another game that we can uh, get another win from? Because personally speaking, I think it's the home. You've got to make your home form at the Fortress, really. So, But yeah, it's a big chance for us to do that this uh, this weekend against Warsaw. Um, you know, What's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean... Um can't see anything but three points if I'm honest. Uh I could be proven wrong. Uh, Warsaw, um, you know, we are stronger than Warsaw. Um, you know, we're all due, due respect to Warsaw fans and, you know, Warsaw as a whole. Up into the ground, and uh, we've not got a bad setup up to be fair uh, but uh, yeah we've got like you say, we've got to make our make our um, a fortress field mill when it's rocking it really is one of the best grounds you know uh, and fan support uh, you can you can ever wish for eight just under eight thousand um, when we played uh Bora, you know it was a fantastic. Fantastic atmosphere, one of the best we've had all, uh, especially in the second half, one of the best we've had all season. Um, you know, but it just shows how important our fans are because uh, you know, on our day and on our on our form, we can be the best set of fans uh, in the league.
0: Well, yeah, the the other thing as well to that is obviously after the Warsaw game, we've got a massive backlog of away games and the big test for us. Um, Would be Forest Green um, on a Tuesday night. That's going to be the one game where it's going to really show us, uh, you know, where we're at in terms of competing against the well, the top of the league essentially. So, you know, that's going to be a big test. Obviously, we've got a lot of away games coming up, so that's going to be the real test as well to see how we do- cope with that as well. Uh, because again, we've been great at home, but it is the away form as well that hasn't been as great this season. So, hopefully. We can get maximum points this weekend, and then you know get ready for that tough run away, which um, is going to be a real test for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, um, we've got to. Uh, I, I, again, I, I, I can't see anything but for us. I mean, uh, forest, uh, forest Green will be a uh, will be a s you know a site, uh, in terms of, in terms of, if we beat them, you know, we've got a good chance of going up, you know. There are the only real uh, sticking points, you know. Uh, you know, but if we pull together and played, especially in the second half as we did against Middlesbrough and early on in the first half um, uh, we played uh, Swindon, we can beat anybody, mate. We can literally beat anybody on our on our day. Uh, we just got to hope, you know. This is our year now, and I truly believe, you know. Everyone's everyone's luck is due. I think it is, you, you know. Um, everyone's playing playing their own game. Everyone knows what they're doing. You know, Elliot Hewitt uh, again is another player who's coming coming you know, coming to his own. McCock, um, you know, is is uh, um, the heartbeat of a team. You know, in my eyes, one of a uh, one of a beating hearts. You know, so if we just pull together, I think you know there is so a doubt in my mind we will achieve the uh, playoffs if not like you say further further off the table
0: yeah i mean obviously you know <laughs> you can only take one game at a time and despite the, the amazing run that we're, we're on at the minute you know it's one of them obviously <laughs> you just gotta you know still take it game by game but like i say to see how far we've come is again like we've said it's remarkable because you know I don't know any stats in front of it, but we must be one of the informed teams in England at the minute, to be honest. And uh, you know, again, it's um, it's a better league table than what it was a couple of months ago. You know, it's a it's a massive difference.
1: Yeah, well, we haven't uh, really lost a game since uh, well um, in the league since uh, that defeat um, at Sutton, I believe, yeah. uh, but uh, but uh, back in November. So I'm not. I I am surprised Nigel Clough didn't win Manager of the Month. For December because we had some uh crack, cracking uh, cracking uh, results um uh, yeah. um mm-hmm. but uh like I say if we just continue keeping our current form, don't make any silly mistakes, but like you say we we are going to do it for months the old way I think and make it make it difficult for ourselves but you know oh. for us, it's going to be a huge huge good game
0: oh yeah massively massive game um Let's give a look. Uh, evening, Chris. Uh, big game this weekend. Stags versus Warsaw, Forest Green versus Northampton um, and Swindon, Port Vale. Ooh. Now, that's what I mean. If we can get maximum points and, like I say, the teams above us drop points, then, again, it, uh, it would look a lot more better um, again. And all we can do is focus on ourselves, obviously. That's all you can do, obviously, and just let let the rest of the teams, you know, let that sort itself out. But, uh, like I say, if we can get maximum points and they drop above us then uh, well you know it just it just shows you how tight it is it it's very competitive at the top as well you've got so many teams up there violent to be in the playoffs and that never never let alone the top t- top three so again it's it's such a competitive league this season There's so many teams that you could see in the playoffs it's, it's insane
1: yeah exactly I mean uh it, it, it's such a tight league and this is why I, I like you know league two and uh you know because uh, again, it can be so competitive, and play some uh, you know absolutely outstanding football at times. Uh, you know, and you've got all the te- teams like like like, um, like in Forest Green where it was, uh fighting for that uh, to be uh, top of God. uh But I do think Forest uh, for- uh, Forest Green um, will uh, will go up this season. You know, yeah. no, I've, got no, I've got no no doubt in my mind, but just a completely different monster this year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, all, all well to them because uh, you know, but one uh, one team has uh, disappoint, uh, disappointed me a little bit, and obviously, uh, you know, I've got friends who are United fans and stuff like that. With Southport, I thought they would have been really, really pushing it for. But again, it's just it's just such a such a competitive t- uh, league, you know. And this has got to be our year, hasn't it? It's got to be.
0: Well, hopefully, mate. That's hopefully. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm just looking at the league table now. Obviously, you've got Forest Green 51 points. I mean, who's going to catch up to that, you know? I mean, unless they go on such a bad run of form like, which they still could do. I mean, there's, what, 23 games left remaining. So there's still a lot can happen in them games. Obviously, second, we've got Tranmere 42, Northampton 40, Sutton, Swindon. Port Vale, Newport and obviously us. Um, but like what somebody said earlier, we're only really five points from it at the minute from the automatics and we're only out of the playoffs due to goal difference. And But again, there's a lot of teams below us, Leighton Orient, Salford, Exeter and Crawley, you know, um, on 31 points. So again, it's, um, it's just, it's sort of core, But from a new, neutral perspective, this, you know, it's such an amazing league to really watch because it gets anyone's league really. But uh, yeah, Forest Green are going to take some catching up. But then, that them top two automatic spots and the playoffs are very reachable.
1: Yeah, they uh, they uh, are. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, I just, I just, uh, it's going to be a tight one. It, it's going to be a very tight, tight game. I mean, you know, thank, mm. thank, th- thankfully, um, you know, we haven't had any postponements really due to COVID, like other teams have, and uh, mm. touch touchwood, you know, we're not going to get any postponement games because. You know, we can't risk anything, um, you know, that could kill our momentum. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I just think with, uh, you know, with the right breath of you know wind, if you like, you know, sales going the right direction, no more injuries, no more, you know, uh, postponements uh, due to COVID or, or whatever. And, uh, you know, with our support, I think, you know, yeah, it, it's got to be achievable, you know, playoffs and, you know, automatic.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, like I say, you know, obviously we're a club that's got big ambitions, you know, we're, we've got everything in place to be a League One side, you know, and this is a thing, we're, we're all, we've all been set up for, since our efforts have come anyway, with the training facilities, we're set up to be a League One club, you know, we've got everything in place, it's just on the pitch, we've always struggled to, to do it. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, obviously this season, you know, we're in the mix of it anyway. Um, But like I say, there's so many more games to play, you know, 23 games set to play. So there's obviously going to be a lot of ups and downs um, up until now, until the end of the season. But yeah, like I say, at this stage of the season, we are roughly where we'd want to be anyway, in my opinion. Um, So, like I say, we can only get better from here.
1: Yeah, we can. Uh, We can. Confidence is key. Uh, You know, since... um I don't. I don't want to keep saying it, it all depends what JJ does, mm. um, but sure. I don't want it to be. You know, if JJ does leave, uh, we will revert to back how we were months ago. You, you know, I don't want. I don't want that. I want. You know, I want. I hope players can learn from his experience and learn. Um, you know how Nigel wants to play without him, because you know we've got enough uh, squad with or without him to go up. Uh, but, yeah, to say he's, 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 you know, he's very important to our squad currently, yes, he is. And it'll be a shame for him to go to Doncaster, but I still, I'm still adamant it'll be the wrong decision for him to go to Doncaster.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's all we can do, like I said earlier, and like we've said before, you know, in um, before we came on the podcast, that's all you can really do is just wait and see. Um, obviously, we know Doncaster's come in with a, a long... Long offer, long-term long offer, and there's been other teams interested, um, but, you know, until anything's confirmed, still a Manchester player for the meantime, um, so that's what matters at the minute. Um, but, yeah, like I say, it's just um, such a great time to be a Stags fan, you know, it really is. Um, but, yeah, there's been a lot of speculation about us signing the striker, which we do know we're after, um, and, you know, I've seen some rumours floating around, and they're only rumours, this is not I don't know anything personally, but there's been a lot of rumours linking us to Devante Cole. Um, And again, I haven't seen anything in that, personally um, speaking, but I think it would be great. Um, But again, there's nothing in it from what I've seen. Um, It's just all speculation, but it usually is at this stage of the season anyway. Um, But whoever we bring in, I just hope they can just improve what we've got. I just hope they're not somebody that's just going to be sitting on the bench like what what Sarkit was last season. I'm just hoping they can just up to what we've
1: got. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Man. Just point. Yeah, I um, but yeah, uh, I do I do agree with uh, you. I think uh you know the players coming in have to be the right type of players. They have to buy into the what we uh, believe in. I don't know much about. Um, uh, I don't know much about him. If, if, if I'm honest with you, but. Um, you know, we just need to get the right type of players in, I and mean, we need to, you know, get players believing in, in for our uh in our style of play. I mean, I know you you mentioned it earlier. You know, um, taking, uh from Burton Albion will be, um, will be a uh, a massive, again, massive sign because of his experience, and you know, he's got nearly the same amount of games under his belt as uh, J D has, and. You know, experience and, you know, talent he's got, you know, he, he can fire us up even further. You know, I don't know whether that will be convincing, but, you know, JJ, you know, needs support. You know, I hope he's staying.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it does, mate. Hopefully. Um, uh, Chris, JJ was giving thumbs up as he walked off last night, but wasn't smiling much. Yeah, I noticed that myself, actually, after the game. Um I mean, I can understand why it's a tough situation for him, because like I said to you earlier on, obviously with his age, you know, he's what, depending on him, is it injuries and suspension, he's got, what, a couple of seasons left in him. Now, like I say, Doncaster, I've got a big chance of coming down, uh, but like I say, I don't think he's going to get a bigger offer than that, and that's think that's going to be the telling thing, to be honest. Um, uh, but again, it's one of them, there's so much to consider for him, but yeah, I think personally speaking, I wouldn't blame him if he did go for the money side of it, but at the same time, um, this is a big chance for him to get a, um, another promotion on his CV because it could be the last one he gets in his career, you know, at 32, 33. Um, you know, and again, hopefully he can just, hopefully the run of form that we've been in will be enough to convince him, like, yeah, we've got a big chance of going up here, like, so I'm going to see how we'll get on um, at Mansfield and then go from there. But personally speaking, I'd give. I'd just offer him an 18-month contract because I've seen and heard that the club's only offered it until the end of the season. I'd have him on 18-month, I would, because, yeah. again, you know, you don't want the same thing in the summer because it gives clubs more time to, you know, persuade him to go there. So get him on the 18-month contract. I don't know why you wouldn't do that personally. What is he now, 36? I mean, uh, you know, he's uh, yeah,
1: uh, 18 now, um, you know, they look after the bodies extremely well, so you can you can carry on for another perhaps two years.
0: Well,
1: yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think JJ would be around for another couple of years at least. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think with his experience, you know, he can't be can't in in the same sense he can't be replaced. But, uh, You know, we just I don't, I don't I don't I don't know what's going through JJ's mind or his head. But me, if I was in JJ's choose, I would think carefully because, like I say, if, if, if um, Donny offer him a 12, 12-month contract or an 18-month contract, he'll be back in League Two again, you know? Yeah. And that's, But he's made it clear on a couple of times that he doesn't want to be, you know, in League Two all the time. And, you know, he's got a good chance to be, you know, a League One player of Mansfield Town.
0: hmm yeah, I mean another thing as well, I mean you look at Stephen Quinn, I mean he's two years I think he's what two or three years older than what um what well, obviously what O'Toole is. So he just shows you, you know, I mean, he's an amazing professional, you know, Stephen Quinn, he's just amazing. You know, to his age for him to keep on, you know, you know, just keeping up with fitness as well as just putting in put the performance is what he does. He's Again, he's another leader that we've got. That's been a massive influence since he's coming back in the squad. Because when Stephen Quinn wasn't playing, you know, there was no voice in there in the midfield. There was no one really, you know, commanding things. And, you know, same with Oli Clark as well. He's improved a lot, I think, as the season's gone along.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, I mean,
1: uh, you know, we've got some really decent older, um, you know, team mentors in our, in our uh, squad. You can only uh you know it's it's proven by you know Stephen uh Quinn again he, he's his season's gone under the radar a little bit but he's a class player he he oozes uh uses class and I, and I just think you know players like uh, when especially when or if uh Richard uh, Knightley comes back, you know, from his injury, you know, uh he's another player yet to obviously you know, show it's show you know what you can you know offer. But I, I know he's, I know he's not injured at the minute. But uh, you know, when you still got players like uh, Perch and you know players like of that calibre, who can do a job for us. And, and this, this is what it's all about. This is just working with the team and making sure you keep yourself fit because uh, because you never know when uh, your your chance comes again.
0: Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Um, Chris, two years would see it, I think. Well yeah, and that's a, I think that's a big thing as well. I mean, obviously the contract length like we've just said there, if he can keep himself fit and that that's a big thing for any footballer though, because end of the day, you know, if it's a short term deal, you know, it's one of them you know, you don't want to be, you know, relocating or things like that. So that's a big thing in itself. Um but yeah, from somebody that's had such an influence on the squad, you know, being a key player for us, you know, just, you know, if I, I'd you know, I'd just send him a blank check and say, right, just write down what you think, you know what I mean? Just, just give him, just sign him the contract, you know, just, I just don't get, it. I know it's difficult in terms of wages, obviously Don Kastik can offer more, but, you know, let's that, just break the bank for him because again, you know, I, I know we mentioned him a lot tonight, O'Toole, but it's players like that that you want to be keeping. If you, if we've got ambitions of going, getting promotion this season and, Again, without him um, in defence, I do dread to think what the defence is like when he's not been in the side. Um, you know, what I mean, I'm not, and again, I'm not taking anything away from other, the other defenders or anything, but he's been such a big part of it. So, because um, if he goes, and we've got an rigmarole of right who else to assign? Because to me personally, nothing against Richard not. But you can tell he's got not. You can tell Nigel's not got much confidence in him because he's playing all the Hawkins' bats there. So that tells me he's not got much confidence in Richard Norton? No, this this is true.
1: I didn't realise. Uh, I don't know if he's he's back or not. Or maybe he's still carrying back, injury. But he's certainly not offered what people thought he might you know might offer you know coming in from you know um, playing for like Burnley and stuff like that. You know you would have expected. Uh, more and especially yeah. with Manfield Town probably paying you know a good portion of his wages, if not all of his wages. And you know, I bet that doesn't come. You know, that's pretty penny. But you know, I don't want to say you know it's JDA is the be all end all of Manfield Town because we have got some quality no. in the but well, he is a very important part of a very good play, I and mean, it, it showed that since, he's him, since he signed back in uh, October, I think it was. Yeah. Know, and, and, you know, I don't know. Me personally, I want to see him around, and like you say, he could take a two year contract to seal yeah. it, and he's only 33. Get him, get him, sign him
0: up. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I mean. It's because. Again, to find a player that experience at this level is very hard uh, to find. But the one thing you can say as well, though, um, for us, obviously in the transfer market, teams, players, potential players are going to see the league table and think, "Hey, oh, on the right we've run it." So it's we're more attractive to really come at the club. Not to say we're not anyway with the facilities and the, you know with the manager and that. Obviously, that's in itself is a good attraction for players. But it will be a lot more easier to attract players um, in terms of the league position, um, certainly. I will. I will say this. I think my, Nigel. Uh, I think
1: Cloughy is a very shrewd manager. He's not mm-hmm. going to spend unnecessarily. No. You know, uh, he's he, he's very clever in his business. He's he's had to be, you know, especially mm-hmm. at Burton and things like that. Yeah. You know, with the budget, you know, it just shows how astute he is because with the budget Burton's had, and no no uh, disrespect to Burton, you know, with the small, one of the smallest uh, uh, budgets in England, uh, you know, and just like that, you know, he, he's done wonders with them. And you know, he's he, he's he's not selfish as well, Because when mm-hmm. the, of the pandemic uh, uh, started, he he he, he resigned because his raised his custom and custom in Burton Albion a lot of money and. You know yeah. you can't you can't replace a man like that and um, with his integrity and his uh, you know you know his his, his managerial um, you know know-how and I truly really believe if he's going to bring in a player he's going to bring in the right player and you know uh, uh, JJ um,
0: is a prime example of that. Yeah, big time. You know, that's it. You know, they're the kind of players, the experienced players. The, the players that's been there have done it. You know, you know, this. You know obviously, he you knows what it's like to get promoted, you know. And, you know, another player, speaking about defenders, another player that I hope we do get back on loan is Will Forrester from Stoke. Because uh, he's obviously gone back. His deal was only until January. Um, and Nigel did say that we're going to try and do that. Uh, we're just waiting on Stoke to see what business they do. But I'd like to see Will Forrester back at the club because I thought... Before he um well before he got his injury um the last time he did um I thought he played quite well um to be fair so I'd like to see him back in in the side if we can get him back on loan Will Forrester I mean what do you guys think um but I'd like to see him back Will Forrester
1: Yeah uh, yeah I think he, he was another underrated uh, signing uh, but uh, you, you know you've got he he knows what he's doing he's not going to let it down you know, you know. This is really his team now. You, you know, it's not it's not previous manager's uh, team. It's his squad. He's working well with the players, it's, and the players are believing uh, in his uh, in, in, in believing in him, and it's showing the results they've had on, on on the pitch. You know, I'd like to see uh, Bish stay for at least one more season. After, you know, if we it all depends what you know if we if we if we go up or Go
0: uh, up or not, um, but yeah, he's another player like that's uh, see stick around. Yeah, same. It'd be, it'd be amazing if we could do that. But you know, one thing I like about Nigel, I've always liked about him as a manager. You know, even before he came at Mansfield, just his honesty about things, just. You know, uh, obviously he doesn't want to give too much away in terms of signings, obviously like no manager would, but, you know, you know he's just so honest and it's so refreshing to have that for managers because he's not like a Steve Evans type where he's not like a manager where he has to get the money, he doesn't ask for the funds, you know, he just works with what he's got and it just shows you you don't, go off, you don't have to spend loads to do anything in this league. I mean, look at Reese Oates and Danny Johnson, cost us nothing and we've signed... And you look at the goals they've scored in the past and what they've done for this season. I mean, Reese was on a free. You couldn't, you couldn't make that up. But it just shows you again the recruitment it has been amazing. Yeah, 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 I, you know, I, I had a bit of a chuckle to myself because he, he, he
1: got sacked in me. Um, yeah. From Gillingham, I think it was. Um, but yeah, um, he, for me, Jr. You know, at some point needs a return on his investment. I've always said this. I, I've said it at the start of the season as well on, on, on this uh, podcast. You know, he needs a return on his investment. Otherwise, you know, if he gets fed up, you know, you know uh, where's the money going to come from? Cause, you know, he's got, he's got to. I know, I know he's a long-time Stokes fan, and, you know, like, he will continue to put money into it, but it's got to be, if you, you know, if we if keep underperforming, how long that that, that, that you know, the money is
0: hmm Yeah, and this is the thing, you know, like, obviously we've came close, you know, obviously under Flakecroft and even under Evans in the past, but it just seems a different feel at the club because, you know, Nigel has come here and, you know, he's just, it's obviously took him a bit of a while to get going, but you can just see what he's trying to do here. You know, he's given, you know, some younger players chances, you know, he's, um, you know, he wants, you can tell he's trying to build something here, you know. And to say we've gone from, you know, fighting stout last season to where we are now, um, it's just, again, remarkable. But we we, we said this at the start of the season. We knew we had the players. It was just them. I think it's a combination of different things, obviously injuries, uh, gelling. Obviously, a new squad always does take time. And I think now that you're seeing that, the players, the way that we're playing football, um, you know, the players, they just bounce off each other and... Again, you just feel confident going into games, unlike a couple of months ago, where you're thinking, "Oh crap, you know, what, what's it going to be like here?" You know, you just um, you're just very confident going into games now, and it just you know just shows you you know what turnaround it's been. Yeah, it, it, it
1: shows, doesn't it? I think uh, yeah, it just it. For one thing, for one thing, we, we lacked is togetherness, right? especially at the start of the season. I think, like you said, and, and it's. it shows now because the older players are obviously working with the younger players and it's all getting nicely together. And, you you know, I was, I was, I will admit it, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was one of these who who perhaps said, uh, you know, that we should go. Uh, But like I say, I'm so, so pleased he hasn't because, you know, we are getting uh, performances out of, players about like Jason Law now who's taking his uh, taking his chances and he, you know he, we know he's a talented player but he, he one player I said to you at the start of um start of the season I, I want him to come on his you know and be his own player of you like, because he's got bags bags of potential and I've always liked him and I'm I'm just I'm just glad that uh, he's coming into his own now.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had a great. I mean, he was one of them players, Jason Law, last season. You know, the back end of last season, he was incredible. You know, and I know obviously he's not played as many games this season due to the competition in midfield. Obviously, you've got the likes of Lapslick, Clark, um, you know, Quinn in front of you. So it's always going to be difficult to get in there. But that's what you want. You want competition for places. You want players to fight for each spot. You know, this is what you want. And you know, Touchwood. If we can keep, you know, if there's not, if we if we don't get as many injuries and we can, you know, have experienced players like that in there, then you've always got a chance, you know, um, because obviously we've had so many injuries in the, in this course of the season because I've I've never known it to be this bad, uh, but you can tell when we've got them players back, we're just a completely different team. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, we are. No, and, and I just I just think, uh,
1: you know. It's got to benefit Mansfield as a well. whole, you know. I know uh, Tatum Ward was again another player who got uh, offered an extension on his contract. You know, maybe in time, he'll, give him, he'll be giving him some more first-team appearances. Uh, but uh, you know, it just just shows what Mansfield can do when we start working together. You know you can use the sky really is the limit for us we've got the right manager we've got the right board of directors everyone is working for the back of manseal town and you, you know you can't say uh, many clubs are like that now
0: well that's it and this again it just shows you like say the togetherness there um and just again everyone's on the same page you know everybody the fans you know, even after the Middlesbrough game, where we didn't go through to that game, you know, most most fans from clubs don't applaud the players off the pitch, but for obviously Stags fans such as myself, you know, a, a majority of Stags fans stayed and applauded the, the players off. And as a player, that must be a great feeling. You've lost the game, you've just, you know, just at the last minute, you know, you're obviously gutted as a player. But to hear that, that must give you so much confidence. Thinking, yeah, you gutted, you've lost, but to have that applause, that must you just it must be an amazing feeling for a, for any footballer to be honest. That. Yeah, it must be, and uh, you, you
1: know, it's it. It shows, you know, the way we can play at times. You know, I'm mean, not keep referring back to it for, you know, the second half at that Middlesbrough game in the FA Cup was, you know, simply outstanding. The way we, you know, we should have won that game. You know, we should have. Uh, you, you know, I don't know whether it was a, you know, um, an offside or not, especially when we got that goal disallowed. Um, but, uh, you know, if we, if we took our chances, you know, we would have played. If we took all our chances, we would have won the game four two, as simple as that. You yeah. Know, uh, but, but, you know, unfortunately for us, and, you know, the Manfield way, it hasn't worked out like that. No. But, you know, it just shows the grit and determination and the way we play, you know. And, you know, it's felt against the champ, uh, championships championship side like Middlesbrough, you know. The lads deserve a lot of credit.
0: Yeah, absolutely, mate. And that's the thing, you know, um you know, like I say, we gonna talk about the offside. Yeah, it was never offside. Uh, never in a million years. But anyway, you know, the you know, officials again. Um, just shocking, as we all know. But this is the thing what I can't understand. Why not have VAR for it in the FA Cup? I mean, they clearly have it on selected games. Why not just every league? And that's why I liked Alan Sherry, because he came out and said that. Why not just have it for every league? And that, and again, he's got a point. Why not for every league? Because we, we would have potentially been playing Man United. Yeah, and...
1: That's a, that's the a most gutting thing for me is we could have had, had an away trip to Man United. I mean, what in a day? What I know we've had some fantastic uh, day away, away days, Sunderland, Doncaster, spring to mind. Uh, but, you, you, you know, go to the you know, arguably one of the best, you know, I won't say the best out now, but, you know, with the history they do have, yeah. you know, and go away with, uh, you know, and with the form there in, who knows? You know, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, yeah. Know, very... Just, just, just revert, revert, back to Burton Albion and Nigel. I think it was Nigel who, who, who took him to a replay then.
0: Yeah, did,
1: yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, with, with with Burton, you know, that could have been us. You know, um... I know we replays this this year, but anything could happen in the FA Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could have been obviously, like you say, it would have been amazing, obviously away day. But you know, it's one of them. On the flip side of it, you know, obviously we can focus fully on the league now. You know, obviously we'll have um, um, more to focus on, um, and what have you. And <laughs> so, where's he gone? Right. Here we go. I'm here. I'm here. Right. But yeah, like I was just saying there. Um, yeah, like I say, we we had a good cut run. You know, two great away days, Sunderland and Doncaster. You know, against two League One sides again. The atmosphere for both them games are amazing. You know, just uh, I mean, Sunderland twice in a row, and obviously Doncaster again. You know, the only local derby that we've had uh, in the past few years. Um, again, that them games will always live live long in the memory. You know. Yeah, I yeah. I, I
1: I agree. I agree, mate. And um, I just think, you know, I I. I... I said earlier I haven't missed a, um an FA Cup game in nearly uh in the, well game in nearly uh three years, over three years now. And you know, every time uh it brings magic you know, bring brings some magic back. Uh, and I love the FA Cup, I really do, but I'm glad it's kind of out of our way now. You know, we can focus on the league and hopefully the league uh you know, league team can really kick on for us now
0: yeah absolutely uh, yeah anyway guys I think that's a wrap tonight uh, thanks again for tuning into the podcast commenting um, you know watching me and John ramble on about stags again I uh, really appreciate that and like I say guys if you're interested in coming on the podcast feel free to message me um, and you're more than welcome to come on Um got some really good interviews lined up with some ex-mansell players soon We've got Jamie Clark uh, James Baxendale and Lee Stevenson coming up in the upcoming weeks so uh, you know I look forward to doing that but Thanks, always again for your support. Uh, thanks again to you, John, for coming on. Really appreciate you uh, coming on. It's, it's a pleasure, mate. I, it. Um, I, always, I always enjoy doing beats. Yeah, we can't have been on over an hour, for It'll be that long, damn. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, thanks again, guys. Appreciate that. And uh, yeah, speak soon. Take care. Bye bye.